Hi, this is Dave Summers, and welcome to AMA Edgewise. Roberta Matchison, president of Matchison Consulting, has helped leaders in Fortune 500 companies, including General Motors, New Balance, the Boston Beer Company, one of my favorites, actually, and small to medium-sized businesses. She's helped them all achieve dramatic growth and market leadership through maximization of talent. She's known globally as the Talent Maximizer. She's written a great book entitled The Magnetic Leader, How Irresistible Leaders Attract Employees, Customers, and Profits. Roberta, welcome to AMA Edgewise. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Actually, before the microphones were turned on, we just um, were sharing, you know, chatting a little bit about the good news in terms of the latest unemployment rate statistics that have, have come out. So, you know, people who are you know, looking for jobs or are finding those jobs. And uh, where does that put people who aspire to be magnetic leaders or, you know, competent managers? Well, you know, as I wrote in my book, people don't work for companies. They work for people. If you look around your organization, you probably notice that there are some managers who, regardless of what happens in the economy, people just stay with them Mm -hmm. and they have very little turnover. Mm -hmm. And then you might notice that there are a couple of managers who just can't seem to keep people. Sure. And what's interesting is these managers are in similar roles in the organization. So it's not like you can say, well, you know, of course the CFO is losing accountants. They're, they're so in demand. It's like, well, we've got five regional sales managers and we've got one who's doing an incredible job of managing and keeping people. And then we've got another gal who just can't seem to keep anyone she's hired. Sure. Exactly. Now, I love the title of the book, The Magnetic Leader, and I'm, I'm trying to call to mind, I probably should have done some type of image search before we were on the session here today, but of, of like New Yorker cartoons, you know what I mean, where I, I have this image of some single cartoon of, you know, somebody searching for a, a, a magnetic leader so that they can find like a paperclip or something like that. What's your, what, what is your definition of magnetic leader? My definition of a magnetic leader is someone who is so irresistible that talent just is attracted to this person. And when they come to work for this person, they don't leave. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's pursue that a little bit more. Many times organizations, when they try to fill positions or hire people, whatever, they do it through a very bureaucratic type of job boardy, HRE kind of thing where that a lot of that's fronting the actual need and requirement. But what role can a magnetic leader take in maybe either leapfrogging that or playing a much more active role in that role of attracting and hiring talent and not waiting till they're like the third or fourth person down the road that they're potential candidate eventually talks to. Are you are you advocating that a magnetic leader should be fronting that, right? Well, a magnetic leader should be out there all the time looking for talent. I mean, if you become known as the guy or gal who seems to have this wildly successful team, like the people that you bring on are just stellar, then when the time comes for the next promotion, you're the one they're going to look to because mm-hmm. they're going to be like, oh, wow, she built this incredible team. Now let's move her over to Europe because right. she can do that again. And so my suggestion is you should be recruiting all the time. And that means, you know, when you're at your kid's soccer game and you're in conversation with another parent mm-hmm. and you find out that they might be like the perfect candidate to come work for your organization Mm -hmm. or your team, 
that you make it a point to stay in touch and build a relationship so that when you do have an opening, you can reach out to them and say, hey, you know, I've got this opportunity. Mm-hmm. And if not them, smart people hang out with other smart people. Mm-hmm. So sure. they may know somebody. So it's really about building your network. Mm-hmm. And I find that today, especially younger managers, they don't do a great job in this way. They're involved in social media, and they think because they have 5,000 friends that they have a huge network, when the reality is they only know a handful of these people. Okay. So we've built a network. We've hired great people. We've built a great team. How do we hang on to those people? How do we retain them? as individuals. And in order to do that, you have to keep in mind that equal is not fair. So if you're treating everyone the same, and you've got this performer who is just incredible, and he comes to you and he says, you know, I'm caring for my ill parent, and I need to work from home two days a week. And company policy is nobody works from home. You make an exception. Because this guy, he is not like everyone else. And so you reward people based on their contributions. So that's why when I say equal is not fair, we have managers that will say, nope, can't do it. Company policy says Mm -hmm. can't do it. But you go to bat for that person and you Mm -hmm. try to make it happen so that they can stay with you. In your experience, both working on this book and previous book called Suddenly in Charge, where do managers typically go wrong? Where do they mess up in the way they approach leadership? Well... If they're like me, which at the age of 24, I was tossed into the executive suite, they're so busy trying to figure out how to do their own jobs and how to manage their people. They fail to manage up. They fail to manage their boss and their relationships above them. And then one day they get taken out by a wave that they never see coming. Mm -hmm. So they're just not, they're not aware as they should be. They're, they're so far down in the weeds. They're it's, in the weeds, yeah. and they don't realize that, you know, it's not the best people who get promoted necessarily. It's the people who are viewed by others as being, you know, team players mm-hmm. and, and being the obvious choice. And if you're in your cubicle and you're not tooting your own horn, nobody's hearing you. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes time for promotions or the plum projects, they go to someone else. I mean, I'm curious. I think it, it was it was actually quite some time ago. But we we interviewed a tech CEO some time ago, and his whole view of the the business marketplace, the business universe, was he always put employees first. And if he put employees first, things would go great with the customers. Things would go great with the stockholders. But he he was there. Not so much as a first-line thing for customers or for stockholders, but he was there primarily as totally the employee advocate. You know, are you one of those people who sort of puts employees first? Absolutely. Absolutely. There is nothing more important. I don't know of any businesses, unless you're a solo practitioner, that don't have employees that you can get your work done, you can get your product made, you can get your service delivered without a staff. And so that's why the book is titled The Magnetic Leader, How Irresistible Leaders Attract Employees, Customers, and Profits. Because like this gentleman, if you are that kind of a leader, you're going to have a more productive team. You're going to have customers who keep coming back because they enjoy the experience. And that leads to increased profitability. 
And it's simple. That's the part that I find puzzling. This is not necessarily a complex idea, but it does require that you execute. Not so long ago, businesses, organizations of all types, their workforce, their employees, all all tended to be from the same generation or, or within one generation. We're at a point now where we, we currently have a workforce that spans four generations and, you know, arguably approaching five generations currently employed right now. Is this magnetic leadership approach a concept that, that can play well across a multi-generational workforce? Absolutely, because, you know, when you drill it down, yeah, there are some differences in the generations. And when I'm working with my clients, you know, I see firsthand some of those struggles. But when it comes down to it, Everyone wants to be treated with respect. Everybody wants to feel like they're making a contribution. Everybody wants to feel good about what they're doing. And it doesn't matter whether you're 17 or 71. I mean, that's the heart of the matter. It's the human element. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, just as a wrap-up question here, what do you tell an aspiring leader who feels that they really aren't great at, you know, rallying the troops? They're not sort of that enigmatic rock star leader out there you know what's your advice to them a lot of people you know when they're reading they read that you know oh you're you're born to be a leader and i don't subscribe to that model i think that if you really want to be a great leader you can become one i think you have to do a couple of things one is you have to constantly be reading because the trends are changing and the dynamics are changing so you have to be reading you know like the wall street journal you have to be worldly you have to keep reading books You have to attend courses. And if you're really, really serious about becoming that kind of a magnetic leader, you have to invest in yourself and find yourself either a coach or a mentor. Because I don't know about you, but I don't know anyone that's learned how to ride a bike by reading a book. (laughs) So you really need some outside perspective and some hands-on opportunities to really master becoming what I call a magnetic leader. And, you know, following that analogy, I don't know too many people who have learned how to ride a bike without getting a couple of bumps and bruises, too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think I still have the scars. (laughs) (laughs) We've been speaking to Roberta Matchison. She's the author of The Magnetic Leader, How Irresistible Leaders Attract Employees, Customers, and Profits. Roberta, this is extremely cool. And remember to come back and visit us when Suddenly in Charge comes out with the next version, okay? I'd love to. Thanks so much. AMA webinars provide 90 minutes of focused how-to instruction and specific solutions for solving your most pressing work issues. You'll participate in an in-depth course taught by an expert who will answer your questions and guide you through the process a step at a time. For a complete schedule of upcoming AMA webinars, visit our events calendar at amanet.org forward slash events. found value in this program or if you have any comments and questions you'd like to loop back with us on we can be reached at a phone number 212-903-8090 or by email at edgewise at aminet.org that's edgewise at amanet.org